Mm. I'm not sure I consent to being recorded, actually. I'm not sure that this was in the homework package that you gave me. Do you consent to being recorded? Um, just because it's you, I consent to being recorded. Fantastic. Tom is a bastard. On the one hand, he is the bot bastard, a meme lord influencer committed to building a well-meaning, supportive community around those that have lost their hair. But on the other hand, he's Tom, a marketing student at the National Film and Television School. He's a live wire. He's the man that got me into doing improv and he seeks outlets for his vulnerability. I wonder if Tom is the bastard or if the bastard is Tom. This is People Create. Like on my on my twenty fifth birthday, I ended up no my twenty sixth birthday. I did open mic stand up for like what was essentially one of the last times I did it because COVID came quite soon after, and all the friends that I had made in the two years prior, I invited all of them. I was like, listen, it's on my birthday. It's going to be great fun, and I just quit my job. I'm about to go to business school, so it's going to be great. and none of them showed up oh man and it was the best thing ever because i still got on stage i still made the whole room laugh <laughs> and i got down and i made six new friends hey i remember the last time you did stand up comedy i was there i was uh i was a subject matter with a malfunctioning bloody uh, sound system <laughs> i do miss the nfts bar that's probably you the do? one thing i i think that's that's probably the thing i miss the most yeah cuz like I don't know I find it very energizing and tell me if this is you but like I find it very energizing to talk to different people. It's funny you say that because I I've talked to a lot of people at NFTS who have very mixed experiences about not just the bar but also sort of the the social the social ecosystem of the NFTS in general and some of them find it really difficult to make real connections with people at nfts some people are fine you know they sort of throw their fishing rod out there and they and they sort of meet their people after a while but some people find it really difficult it's a really challenging um social platform to to put yourself on you know and you would think that it that it would never be that case because you know it's it's 200 300 people probably more than that all in the same all in the same room who likely have a lot in common because we're all here because we love the arts be it film tv video games sports music whatever and yet there is still still just something that doesn't click for them or they find themselves they find themselves talking to a lot of people and not really getting deeper than a surface level hey well how's it going hey what are you working on hey did you see the last of us the other night and that's like as far as it goes and it's just impossible to get any deeper than that so with that in mind then what does creativity mean to you mm. Mm. this is where the homework comes in okay the homework okay. Comes in. um you know what? i'm i'm going to i'm going to preface this answer by saying i think this is a really silly question uh 
if, if that's okay. That's fine. Um, because it's a little bit like asking what is happiness or what is the meaning of life? And I think it, it changes in the way, in the same way that you said you've been 10 different people in the last 10 years, it changes, it changes. It could change daily. It could change monthly. It could change by the year. Um, but with a little bit of reflection, I think creativity is just being as true to yourself and your experience as you possibly can be. Um, and that, I mean, the, when I, when I try and like look back at the moments that I have been the most creative, I think back to when I was 10, 11, 12, and we were in English, we were writing like short stories. Um, and every single time I would write a little short horror story. I loved it. I don't know what it was about it. I just loved writing a little short horror story. And the things I used to write about in that were always whatever made me scared. I was never looking to try and get like a shock factor out of my classmates or my teacher. It was always, what am I most fucking terrified about? And then I put that into words on the page. And then usually that will scare the shit out of other people as well. So, and that, that to me was just being as truthful to myself as possible. And I, I also, I had this, I had this conversation recently with, um, with two directors who are, they're doing unbelievably well for themselves right now, um, working on a, oh no, they, I think they've just, they've wrapped a, a new A24 horror film coming out in July. Um, and I asked them about how the, how the fuck have you guys made this amazing horror film? You guys have never written a film before in your lives. They're, they're YouTubers from Australia. That's all they've been doing for the last nine years. And both of them said, like, we just wrote about what made us terrified when we were 18 and 19. That's where it comes from. You know, they're not looking at, uh, I don't know, like 10 of their favorite horror films and they're going, oh, let's stitch, let's Frankenstein this together and make, make a cool horror film. They're just saying, okay, this terrified me, this terrified me, this terrified me. What is the string between these three things? And now let's write a film about it. So just being just being true to yourself and being vulnerable about it, I think, is the essence of creativity. At least that's what it means for me right now. You'd be surprised to know that no one else has given that answer. Really? really? Yeah. I'd be curious to know what everybody else has, has answered. What I find interesting there as well is creativity is self-discovery for you, is it? Definitely. Yeah, is absolutely. It, is it a way of saying what scares me let me write it down and therefore you realize what scares you i mean that's just one example you i know, know. I, mean, within, I mean within that, that example yes within that example no it's it yeah it's just it's it's digging into your soul as far as you possibly can go and and sort of tearing out what what is it what is it that is underlying maybe my anxiety today or, or whatever it is let's get down to you know what was what was baby tom at eight years old really terrified about you know he was he was terrified about the the boogeyman in the closet all right what was uh what was baby tom scared about at 15 oh it was probably the pressure of 
you know, parties and talking to girls or whatever it is. And like just taking these real situations throughout your life uh, and just really digging down into the guts of it and tearing out and saying, okay, this is what I was really terrified about. I'm probably not the only person who was terrified about this specifically. Um, and then just turning that into something. Maybe about the turning that into something. Well, it can be, it can be whatever you want. I mean, it could be a script if you wanna, if you wanna be like these two directors that I was telling you about, or it could be um, just <laughs> processing it in therapy. Uh, if you wanna be creative about that, um, or just just acknowledging that it's a part of you and being okay with that and accepting it. Um, and realizing that you maybe can't change that. It's part of your lived experience and and you can deal with it and move on from it. What do you think your profession is or will be? Ooh, short-term or long-term? Let's go with short-term. Short-term? Um, my main interests right now lie in the world of video games. Um, mainly because I feel like it is an extraordinarily interesting space to be working in right now. Um, I, I mean, I came, I came to NFTS being sold on film. Like it was, that was mainly because that's the only experience I had. Um, so during COVID, when I graduated, I worked for a, a short film streaming service called Argo, um, which was sort of like a mix of, um, quite high production value, short films, um, experimental stuff, all the way through to like basically student short films as well. Um, so I sort of worked in the marketing department and the acquisitions department. So a lot of what I was doing was sitting around sifting through five, six minute uh, student short films and figuring out, do we want to buy this for the platform? Um, that then turned into me wanting to sort of go a little bit more mainstream in the in sort of like the London film industry world. Um, so I got an internship at a, a trailer house in London, which was basically cut, cutting, editing trailers, uh, making posters, uh, making social media content on TikTok, Instagram, etc. cetera, um, which was awesome. But it, it was always like, it was film, TV, less about games um so that was really all the experience i had before i got into nfts and i got here and i kind of i kind of realized just how just how little i actually know about film i love it but i can't have i can't have those kind of like deep you know really deep conversations about film i just can't like to me it's a little bit like fine fine dining film and fine dining are, are very similar to me. You know, I don't remember. Let's, let's take fine dining, for example. I don't remember eating a really good meal. If I go to a fancy restaurant, I won't remember the meal. Maybe for like a couple of hours afterwards. What I will remember is the experience I had there with the people that I was there with. And that's also the reason I go is to have a good time with my friends to, you know, nurture those friendships and bonds, etc. And that to me is what I will remember. Same thing with film as well. I love 
going to see stupid films with my dad and my brother. Like one of the, one of the best films I've ever watched is Spider-Man No Way Home because it was the first time I sat down with my brother and my dad after COVID and I hadn't seen them for two years and we just spared, shared that special moment together. I don't go to the to movies necessarily to have like a deep emotional experience. You know, I'm not going out of my way to see Benedetta or Triangle of Sadness. You'll have to force me to go and watch it. Um, or, you know, one of my friends would have to be like, hey, I really want to go see this film. Let's go watch this film. For me, it's 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 the essence of community and togetherness and the experience that we have together that 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 I get out of that form of entertainment. And that is what I get out of games. That's what I get tenfold out of games. It, you know, it's it was playing World of Warcraft with my buddies when I was a kid. Uh, it was playing Call of Duty or playing Valheim recently with my roommate. That that is the experience I'm looking for. Is that is that feeling of connection? Um, so sorry, going back to all the way back to your point. It's short term is gaming. Gaming is where I want to be. No, but you did say something very interesting there to me, which was this sense of community mm. and engaging in some sort of ritual around community. Is that what got you into improv? Um, I would yes, probably. Um, I think mainly what got me into improv was uh, was sort of a... Um, I was a, I was hugely introverted when I started university, um, and I was I would say I've always been quite introverted. I've probably because of video games because I played too many video games, um, but also just want yeah wanting that connection and also to put myself out of the box a little bit. Um, and I think I, I definitely found that at university. Um, I was absolutely shitting myself the first time I did improv. It was terrifying. Um, but there, there is no better way to break down, uh, you know, to, there's no better icebreaker than improv. They're just getting up there with somebody that you don't know, um, and just trusting them, you know, it's just, just with no reason to trust them and just be like, Hey, look, we're going to have to get through this together. Like, let's make the most of it. There's, there's no better way of breaking ice with somebody then then instantly okay we're into this we're doing this now um and some some of the greatest friendships that i that i have uh that i've formed at nfts have been through moments like that like i remember i remember with near who's a he's a a composer here at nfts and like we, we were very friendly beforehand but I remember the moment that I think we both realized like, oh, we're on the same page. We, we're really good buddies now is when we did this stupid little thing, this stupid little game. And the, uh, the, the prompt was Star Wars ice cream. We both love Star Wars. And we just went in on it. And it was hilarious. And we, we came out of that scene a di- on a different level of friendship after that. So, yes, it is. There is there's definitely the 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 need for looking for community and friendship and connection um that i think has drawn me to improv and also as i said just putting myself out of the box as well you are a man of many talents Thank um, you. because you're also an instagram influencer i am an instagram influencer well do you consider that 
do you consider hey, you're a you make very original and new memes every week mm. um <laughs> is that do you find that a way of is that another creative practice for you absolutely yes it is and what about uh, that because i know you're you're building a community there but you're making people laugh mhm which yeah. one is over there is it are you building a community or do you want people to feel better about themselves in a particular it's way yeah. it's it's both it's um it's uh i mean initially it's just the it's it's i you know i want to help people that way in the 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 mindset that i was in um you can tell us I what mean, your instagram so, page is about go ahead yeah yeah sure all right i'll give i'll give you some context i'll give you some context yeah for sure um so when i was when i was 16 i started losing my hair male pattern baldness the classic um and it absolutely wrecked my self confidence absolutely wrecked it and i was so anxious you have to bear in mind that i was still in still in school at this point um so the idea of you know going bald at the age of 16 was just completely unacceptable i remember like looking in the mirror and just seeing like this old withered man looking back and i was just like fuck i this is this is not the vibe this is not what i want um and it took me a good few years to sort of work that out and i went on different like hair loss drugs um changed my diet um lots of things to try and fight this thing uh and after like 4 or 5 years i was kind of like i don't want to do this anymore it's so draining um so i just shaved it off and to be honest i've never really looked back since then um but i i always felt sort of caught up in in a in sort of a matrix of self-hatred uh and self-loathing because of this you know and also just the fact that i couldn't admit to anybody that i was losing my hair you know i didn't want to admit it to my girlfriend it took me like 2 years to admit it to my mom i didn't want my friends to know because i didn't want them to give me shit it was just uh, it was hiding for like 4 or 5 years um and i couldn't admit it i was just so ashamed of it something that i couldn't change um so it got to so i've shaved my head when i was like 21 22 uh and it was great i just it it was it was no longer a thing i was no longer like walking past the mirror and thinking like oh you look like absolute shit today um and after about 2 years i thought to myself like there is there's no voice in in this entire issue which lots of people obviously like loads of men lose their hair loads of women lose their hair as well without a pisha there's no voice other than these big hair transplant companies that are telling you what to do when you start shit when you start losing your hair it's always like oh you know you're you're losing your hair it's a sign you're getting old great here's an easy fix take finasteride or get a hair transplant or whatever and i realized that was obviously it was coming from me but 10 20% of that was consuming that kind of media and realizing oh there's a simple fix to this i don't have to be bored at the age of 16 and to have such a liberating experience of just shaving it off and getting on with my fucking life i was like there is not enough of this how do i make more of this the one and only option should it be you have to go on drugs you have to get a hair transplant 
So two or three months before COVID hit, actually, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a meme page because one, I love memes. I consume a lot of memes on a daily basis. Two, I know everything about losing your hair. I know exactly what it feels like. I know exactly the mindset you have to be in. I know exactly what every single drug on the market is and does and how expensive it is. You really go down the rabbit hole when you start losing your hair. At least I did. Um, so I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to make a meme page and see what happens. And within about two or three months, I had about 500, 600 followers. And I was like, wow, there's clearly like, there's not to go to my marketing mind, but there's clearly a market here for this yeah. kind of thing. People clearly want to want to consume this kind of content. And I think, I think when you, when you position it as a meme, as a joke, if you can make someone laugh about it, you know, there's a grain of truth there somewhere, you know, be it, you know, wh whatever kind of meme format it is, you know, if you can laugh at yourself, that is so powerful. Um, and that's been generally the, the, the feedback I've got about it. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's also a similar thing to improv to me at this point where it's like, I love that I'm running this. I don't have enough time to really go 150% in on it, but it does give me a sense of satisfaction to post these memes every single week. I would love to do more for it though. I want, I really want to do more for it. Um, I just don't know where to begin. But, I, but yeah. I have to say, I absolutely love that. I love this this essentially extremely creative, and I'm not using it as a bloody buzzword. I'm actually saying mm. it's, a, it's a very creative way of addressing a problem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I also, no one can see this, but I am also losing my hair. And I went through a phase as well where I went to a hair loss center and they said we've air quotes diagnosed you with male pattern baldness. And I, I went through that whole phase of, you know, serums and yeah. uh, rosemary oils and God knows yeah. what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Man, there, are, there are some crazy hair loss prevention. Oh, I mean, there are some people that have said uh, ground up eggshells and egg yolk oh, and mate, all that wonderful I, I've, stuff. I, I would be ashamed to admit on this podcast the number of times I've cracked an egg over my head in the shower. Like, <laughs> I, I definitely couldn't count it on two hands. That is for sure. Um, no, it's it's insane. It's but, it's really crazy, and there's no need to put yourself through that. And I I love I love that you did it because essentially what you did was you put you had an idea, you delivered on the idea, and you put yourself out there in doing so. Yeah, yeah. And you, I, it sounds like you want to keep doing it. Let us close with two things because I promised it's a one-for-one -one exchange. Okay. So if you do my questionnaire, I will do. I will play an improv game with you, and if it's good, we'll put it okay. on. If it's not good, we'll. Okay. Okay. Deal. So what do you want to do? You want to do the questionnaire first? Yeah, we'll do the questionnaire first. Get out of the way. All right. So, what is your favorite word? Hmm. Favorite word. Oh man, I wish you'd asked me this before. I have so many, but just, I can't. They can't come to the, the forefront the of my mind. Right the now. first word that comes to your mind. Think of it this way: in four years, we'll do another one of these, and we'll do it again and see if it changes. Okay. Okay. Ah, oh, oh, you put me on the spot right now, man. Uh, well, you, do, word. You, you do improv. I thought this would be easy for you. Yeah. No. Well, it's not improv though. It's <laughs> it's coming from the depths of my heart. You're not going to reach in there and find it. Just. Pick a word, you coward. I, I've always been I've always been a fan of the word parsimonious. And what is your least favorite word? Oh 
Moist. Why does everyone not hate moist? <laughs> I fucking hate moist. What turns you on, creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Oh yeah, just just vulnerability, I guess. Just being vulnerable. Yeah. All right. What turns you off? Oh, it turns me off. I love these silences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In, in authenticity. What is your favorite curse word? What? Quiet. It's beautiful. It's so sharp. And I hate that Americans have appropriated it because they say twat. It's just not the same. It's not the same. It's just, it doesn't have the, the sharpness. It's like a blade cutting through butter, you know, twat. It's there and it's done. What sound or noise do you love? What sound or noise do I love? Oh, okay. Mm. So this is like this is like an ASMR quiz now, you know. Um, fuck. I love a good waterfall or a babbling brook. I love a good babbling brook. That's beautiful. I was walking home last night. I was on a trek with my roommate. We just went out into the forest. We came back and there was a babbling brook and I just stood there for like five seconds, just <laughs> soaking it in. It was beautiful. <laughs> what sound of noise do you hate though? What sound of noise do I hate? Oh, oh man. Okay, okay. You know what? I'm not a fan of white noise. It kind of pisses me off. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Oh. Well, if we're talking long term, you know how you asked me ages ago, I would love to be uh I would love to be a horror writer. I would fucking love that. Yeah. Stephen King, the next Stephen King if that's possible. Tom King. Tom King. Hey, Tom Knight, I'm already halfway there. <laughs> you just need a promotion. <laughs> Wait, what profession would you not like to do? I could be a teacher. I've already done it. I hate it. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Good job, bro. The bro has to be good at the end. (laughs) (laughs) And then he has to down a white claw and then chest pump me. Okay, that's my part of the deal. Do you want to play an improv? I do. Okay, okay. All right, well, we need need a suggestion. All right, everybody everybody listening, we're going to play a game and the game is called Letter of Complaint. Uh, what we're basically going to be doing is we're going to be writing a letter of complaint, uh, myself and Varun, and we're going to do it one word at a time. So let's do a little example. Uh, my name is Tom Knight. And my complaint is that you are taking the fun out of this podcast <laughs> okay everybody get the game wonderful Excellent. Uh, <laughs> so, all right so we're gonna be writing a, an official letter of complaint um uh yeah it's pretty much it all right what, what do you want to what do you want to complain about for what's been what's been grinding your gears recently it could be anything it could be topical it doesn't have to be topical but it can be if you want to okay the tomatoes are back but they still don't have enough eggs they don't have any eggs. They don't have no. They don't have any eggs. They haven't had eggs Deep, since well, November. There is, there is, there is an egg shortage right now. Yeah, it's it's a real problem. 
Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's all about avian flu these days. It's quite sad. Okay. So I think we, we should do eggs then. All right, let's do eggs. Okay. Do you want to start or should I? I got it. I'll go. Okay. Here. Mr. Egg. Man. I. Want. To. Speak. Immediately. With. The. Person. Who. Keeps. The. Chickens. In. The. Coop. Because. There. Are. No. Eggs. In. The. Super. Mache. <laughs> we're French. We're a French character. <laughs> Where are all the eggs? My uncle is a regular egg consumer and he needs his eggs now please 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 mr egg man can you send me some personalized beautiful eggs sincerely and we'll end it there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.